0: Jewish Audio on Kaban.org Rambam, Mishneh Torah, Hilchis Truma is the laws of the heave offering which the farmer gives to the Kohen, the 2% gift to the Kohen. And here we touched upon this earlier in the laws of forbidden foods. This is a very interesting principle where Truma, which is holy and may not be used and may not be touched may not be enjoyed by a non-kohen. I want to take back. I, I didn't mean touched. May not be enjoyed by a non-kohen, must be treated very meticulously, must be maintained, in, you, one must maintain its state of purity. Yet the halacha says that it's possible for truma to be nullified. Which means, as we will learn, what if a little truma falls into a lot of non-truma does that mean that nothing could ever be used what if it's a million pounds of non-truma and 1 pound of truma is there a ratio of nullification now we know when it comes to the laws of kosher and non-kosher there is a ratio of nullification it's called no same taste and that is defined mathematically as 60 to 1 60 pounds of Kosher will nullify one pound of non-kosher if it's not recognizable. And I'm, this is not the section for that. But now we're going to learn about what the deal is with truma. So he says, Aleph Truma is nullified by a hundred to one. That's the ratio. Not sixty to one, but a hundred to one. Ketzad, for example, or as they used to say back in Newark, give me a for instance. Saw Truma Shanofla Saw Shokulin if one measure of Truma fell into a hundred measures of chulen. A saw is a specific measure. We've learned about this lots of times. Vinis Areva and it all became mixed so that it's not distinguishable which is the trumah and which is the chul, and all we know is we have a hundred to one. What do you do? Mafrish min hakel saw achas. You take out one measure, you now have a hundred and one measures. A hundred and one like the Ventura Freeway. You now take out one of those hundred and one measures... And you say to the Cohen, here, take this, it's yours. The hashar and the balance of the one hundredth measures, mutter is now permissible, lizorim for non-koanim to use. Now, interestingly enough, the laws of nullification are real. So why would we have to take out anything? Why don't we just say it's gone, it's nullified? The answer is because there is a dual component here. One is sanctity, and for the purposes of sanctity, we would not have to take out anything because a hundred to one nullifies. Now there's also a financial issue. You have one saw belonging to the Kohen. It's his money. So you have to make restitution. You have to therefore take that saw and give it to the Kohen. That's a financial issue. And that's very important. Now, therefore, this leads us to conclude that any species of truma, where the Kohen really doesn't care about it because it's not something that is nice, it's not something that's meaningful, it's not significant, it's not like Gelson's produce. Kegrein, for example, trumas haklisin vecharubim shaledim, for example, and he gives you specific examples here, edomite barley, uh, Truma from wild figs, carobs, edamite, barley, and the like. These are substances which people sometimes just walk away from. In that case, you don't even have to take out that one saw, because the Cohen really doesn't care about his financial loss, because it's not significant. Helvina of uh, being that it falls into the hundred, a hundred to one. Botla it has become nullified through the ratio of a hundred to one. Now everything would be permissible to non-koanim. Beis too. However, now that we've established that the ratio for nullification is 100 to 1. Nof saw truma if a measure of truma fell in lepachas mimeyat to less than 100. 99, 98, 90. meduma. That whole batch has now become meduma. Meduma is the Hebrew word for a mixture of truma and non-truma. An undefined mixture. What should you do with this meduma? Israelites can't eat it, because there's truma in it. The whole mixture, that whole heap, should now be sold to koanim. However, they only have to pay the truma amount. We've said many times that truma costs less than non-truma because the demand is less. So you sell them for the price of truma, but you can't charge them for that one measure, because that's theirs. When does this apply? When one species fall in, falls into it's the same species, when flour falls into flour, when barley falls into barley, but if one species falls into another species, two different species... So you can distinguish by taste. Here there's an issue of taste. If there is a taste of truma in everything, if you had, let's say, one measure of pepper that fell into a pot of meat, you'll probably taste the pepper. That's probably a bad example because it's too, uh, too pungent. Then everything becomes miduma mixture. But if it all tastes like it's all permissible. By the way, we mentioned earlier hundred to one. Why hundred? Where did a hundred come from? Why not sixty to one? So the answer, my friends, is blowing in the wind. No. No, I am just kidding. The answer is that we know that although the Israelite gives the Kohen 2%, but the Israelite gives the Levi 10%. The Levi then takes of his 10% and gives, one, gives 10% of that to the Kohen. That's called Trumas Maser. So therefore, the Kohen received 100th 10% of 10%. And that's the source of the number one hundred. The truma in the Levi's miser is 100th. That's the hundred to 1 source the commentaries explain here. Okay. Now he goes on to say in 3, saw truma shenaflulemea. What if a measure of truma fell into 100 measures? Vigbia saw minakel. He took out a saw, a measure. As we said earlier... And then that saw that he took out to give to the Kohen fell into another place. Now the question is, he took out this, let's let's again repeat the scenario. A saw, a measure of truma, falls into a hundred measures of non-truma. Halacha says, take one measure out, any measure, designate it as truma, give it to the Kohen, And the rest is okay. What if that one saw that he designated as Truma fell into another pile of a hundred? Is that Truma? Do we have the same problem? He says, No. This now does not have one measure of Truma. It has one hundredth of a measure of Truma. You keep the old math, you keep the old calculations the same goes when a measure of truma falls into less than a hundred so it can't be nullified so it all becomes unusable mixture of truma and non-truma the word is meduma then from this mixture fell some into another place the question is, is this whole mixture truma? No. Well, again, we use the old mathematics. We use the old calculation how much truma there is in this mixture, which is a lot less. Kate he Zari gives here an example. If 10 measures of truma fell, letishim saw chulin into 90 measures of chulin, so you don't have enough to nullify it. The Nidamu Akal, it all becomes mixed, Truma and non Truma. not from this mixture they fell. Ser seeing ten saw now. The pochas we achulen. to slightly less than a hundred. Nidamu they become a forbidden mixture. Sharesh Basashuma saw shall truma because there is a saw of truma in here. So you don't have the 100 to 1, but if not for the Teich me Pachas, it's likely less than 10 fell in, you now have the 100 to 1. It does not become a problem mixture because it is nullified. Dalid 4, bamed Waramah, Munawand, does this apply? Bidabashin, Darker, Lee, Bolo. When we talk about substances that don't usually become blended together, like wheat into wheat, flour to flour, but if stuff becomes blended usually, where it becomes one substance, for example, shem and truma, the shem What if olive oil of truma falls into olive oil of non-truma? You can't distinguish olive oil from olive oil; it blends. A yayin or wine of trumah to wine of everyday food. Here the law is different. Here you follow the majority because it becomes a blended food. trumah if the majority is trumah. Then it makes the mixture forbidden, like trumah of But if the majority is everyday food, it becomes chun, and it's not at all a forbidden mixture. That's as it relates to the mixture. Nevertheless, a non-Kohen should not eat it. It could be sold to the Kohen for the truma price. We're not talking about eating it, we're talking about the substance of the mixture. Saw so, a truma measure of truma shenofa that fell into a hundred measures. And this is a fantastic law. Higbiyah, what if he lifts up that a, a measure, as we said... And he says, this is Truma. Then another measure fell in to the hundred. He picked it up and he said, this is Truma. So now he picked up already the second measure that fell in. Remember, something falls in, we, we can't recognize it. We pick up any measure, we say, this is Truma, set it to the side. And then a third measure fell in. Can you keep nullifying stuff? In the same original hundred, the answer is yes mutarim that which is everyday food is still permissible until there is more Truma than non Two interpretations here: one is that it beca- until it 's one hundred percent truma or until it 's fifty one percent Truma if a hundred saw have fallen in they shall. And then a so saw after saw, so, Nasaka, Meduma, it becomes miduma. Others say 51 percent. Bob, saw Tuumashanaopla may a measure of truma that fell into 100 measures. So now you have a hundred to one. Halakha says that's fine. What does halacha say? We learned earlier? Take out one measure, and it's all good. The way, he speaks lagbia. the problem is before he got a chance to take it out. acher is the second, a second measure fell in. So now the question is, is it as if two measures had fallen in together? In that case, it's not 100 to 1, but it's 50 to 1. Or is it like the first measure fell in, became nullified, and then the second measure came, fell in, and became nullified? If he knew about the first falling in, and in his mind he says, okay, it became nullified, and then the second one falls in, then it's not a problem. Because the second one can become nullified. He can now take out two saw, and the rest is permissible. Because he could have taken it out, also, then it's as if he took it out. That's a law in Torah under certain circumstances. Something you could have done, it's as if you did it. But if he never even found out about the first saw that fell in he was not aware, he was not cognizant of it until the second saw fell in then he's got a problem because he doesn't have one saw that fell in, he has two saw then it's considered if they both fell in together and it's not good because it's 50 to 1 what if we have the waste products of Truma such as the brand of Truma does not combine with it to forbid the everyday food the chulen. but the brand of the everyday food Mr. Reffis, does combine in with the everyday food, Mahalasatruma, to help nullify the Truma. Kate said he spells it out here. So achitim what if a beautiful measure of gorgeous Truma? the which fell into a hundred terrible measures. Of everyday food. And as he explains here, high quality grain produces more flour and less bran. Low quality grain produces more bran and less flour. So here we have this situation. Vitochanakel and he ground everything, he processed everything even though there's a lot of brand in the lower quality everyday food there's very little brand in the higher quality therefore mathematically the good flour the pure flour of the truma has a greater volume measure to measure than the flour of the everyday food, that is oil, nevertheless, it's nullified because you can use the brand with it for good. And you measure the flour with the brand, so it's a hundred and one. The other side of the coin: if one measure of chitim of wheat, rice, lower quality, of so chitim fell into less than a hundred measure of chitim, beautiful. Wheat, we ground everything, because it is lower quality. The total amount of flour would now be less than 1 to 100, even though it fell into less than 100 pieces. And It does work because of its condition. You had more everyday food and less truma, so it works. Along the same lines, Ches eight leg Yayin shotzo one log, a measure of wine, of pure, clear wine, Shanofa which fell into the Me'alugin Achurin, to a hundred lugin of cloudy wine with all kinds of dregs in it. Ein Ain Matsian Mehem, you cannot remove the dregs. Elamilana Salug. You don't have to remove the dregs, but you can just nullify. That one lug, a hundred to one, even though it's only a hundred because of the dregs. If a ugly measure, meaning with dregs, fell into Lemaya Lugan Sulum to a hundred lugin of clear wine, ain you don't take out the dregs. Test leg mayim la Here's an interesting law one measure of wine fell into 99 of the same measures of wine one measure of water rather get to my age and mix things up one i'm 42 i'm only 42 one measure of water fell into 99 measures of wine so now you have, what's the difference you say okay so i added a little, little water to the wine what's the big deal and then one log of Trumba wine fell in the big question is can I count the water and do I have 100 to 1 the answer is no you definitely cannot because water cannot nullify wine so you only have 99 to 1 no can do you 10 saw Trumash and a measure of truma which fell into less than 100 measures of everyday food. And then other stuff fell in. Until now, you have 110. At first, you only had 95, but then stuff kept falling in. And here's a very big question What is the question? Let me push the pause button a second. The question is a basic question in Halacha Can we help stuff? be nullified. Can we contribute to this nullification process intentionally? If you have a problem, can you solve the problem by nullifying it? The answer is no. And that's the principle of Ain Mevatlin Isur Latchilla. We cannot intentionally nullify something with our actions. It has to happen. So here we have a measure of Truma that fell into less than a hundred measures of everyday food. It can't be nullified, but then other stuff fell in, every, other everyday food. Now it has a lot less than a hundred. Can it be used for the nullification process? Because now there's well more than a hundred to one. He says, well, I'll tell you. If it just happened, no problem. But if you made it happen, it all remains a forbidden mixture. Because a biblical prohibition cannot be intentionally nullified. And from here we learn that a rabbinic prohibition, under many circumstances, can be intentionally nullified. There's a much more liberal application of the law when it comes to a rabbinic prohibition. Yud Aleph 11, for example. Truma of the diaspora, which is to begin with the rabbinic commandment. To begin with, you can nullify it. You could also be eaten in a state of impurity because the whole thing is a rabbinic tradition. Furthermore, we had wine of Truma of the diaspora. You could take one measure and add two measures of so now you have three. So he nullified it two to one by majority, then he takes of the truma wine a log, he puts it into the three, and he picks up of the four a log, so he can drink it, again he nullified, he do it again, he can take a log of truma, because this is rabbinic truma, the law is a lot more lenient and takes a log from the mixture until all the wine is consumed to begin with he only had two measures of Chulam and he has a bunch of measures that he nullified in those two measures he keeps using the two measures that's fine because it's rabbinic, diaspora, Truma a whole different world Yud Be'ezhaz E'Reya Truma B'Tzad We also learned that there are many, many leniencies in the planting of truma. Certainly in the rabbinic truma. If he plants truma next to everyday food, he doesn't remember, he got mixed up, he doesn't remember, is this row truma or is this row truma? There was a hundred rows of truma and one of kul and mutarim, they're all permissible. If there is a seed which totally becomes nullified, which totally becomes consumed, which decomposes in the earth, most seeds decompose and the original seed disappears. Seeds of wheat and barley But there are certain vegetables where the original planting does not ever totally decomposed my <laughs> like garlic and onions <laughs> even if there's a hundred rows of chulun and one row of truma mixed between them everything becomes a state of forbidden mixture and if it all becomes uprooted then and only then can you have the 101 but he shouldn't uproot it to begin with similarly speaking two piles Two containers of produce, one of Truma, and one of everyday food, mundane food. The guy's not sure if this container is Truma or the other container is Truma. They look the same. Or there were two, these two, and one saw of Truma fell into one of them. There were two equal pasqual containers of food. They were everyday food, and a measure of truma fell into one of them, and you're not sure which one. And then one of these two containers got mixed up with everyday food. It does not make it forbidden. Why? Because there's doubt. Doubt always creates leniency. So also if he planted one of them, that which grows is everyday food, that's because we assume that the first one was not the truma. We have that latitude, we have that space to make that assumption. Because we're dealing with two. We can always say, ah, this is the good one. But the second one, being that we don't have an option to say, this is good, that has to be treated like truma. What if the second container fell somewhere else? It does not create the forbidden mixture. If another person planted the second one, that which grows is everyday food, because the second guy could say the first one is the truma. No and they both fell in the same place with It causes a forbidden mixture for the lower volume of between them What if one person planted them both? if something that where the seed decomposes, how that which grows is everyday food? something like garlic or onion where the seed does not completely decompose, How that which grows? Meduma is forbidden by plants the second batch. Before he harvests the first, but if he harvested the first, and only after that Zora did he plant the second. I feel the even something that is not consumed. Hagidulin that which grows is Shain because you never have the uprooted and the still connected, which can bring a problem or harm to each other. You Dalish take cup is two containers. one <speaking in Hebrew> chul one everyday food and one truma. But the frame stays seen. In front of them, there are two measures. one is everyday food and one is truma. So we're not sure which container is which. We're not sure which single measure is which. <speaking in Hebrew> and a measure fell into a container. And a measure fell into a container. So there's two doubts. Mut taurin it's permissible. Shanny, hey, machulun techulin of Lucas. I make an assumption and I say the everyday food fell into the everyday food, with Truma and Truma fell into the Truma, Bafapishla Khana Truma, even though there's no more chulin than Truma, it's still permissible. This can only apply to nowadays Truma, which is rabbinic. Shuma dibreim, Abba Truma shall tea but torah. Trumayurbuchun altruma has to be more Everyday food then truma Tezayan saw Truma Shonapla a measure of Truma which fell into a grain heap, Yommar and he says, Trumasakri Zelda You see, you can declare Truma and miser, as we will learn later, verbally. We touched upon it somewhat earlier, but we're going to learn it in much greater detail later. So he made a proclamation and he says, The Truma of this grain heap is within it. This time, the place where that measure fell, that's where I have designated the appropriate amount of 2% for truma. Here, the whole thing becomes a forbidden mixture, because number one, stuff fell, and number two, stuff was designated. But if you said, truma the truma for this grain heap is in the northern part of this heap ken the you create a division north and south. itself in the northern part you can also create inter and too so now you have twenty five percent of this heap is north that 's the north of the north that 's the forbidden mixture, but the seventy five percent which is not north, north, could become permissible. And finally, the closing section of chapter 13. If he had two grain heaps, he said, again verbally, the truma of the two grain heaps is in one of these grain heaps, verbally designating truma. He now made these two grain heaps forbidden until he takes it out. How you the or if he had two measures and one pile, one Measure becomes Truma for one heap. Hari Akhasmin Truma then one becomes Truma in a dayze I'm not sure. Hai la fanor stake cream saw achas. If he has two piles and one measure, Baumariza Truma, Al Achmir Kraima Elohariotma, then it is Truma, and it taken and one of the heaps became corrected. Then you do a Azuhu, I'm a I'm not sure which and the whole business of verbal designation we're gonna learn in great detail as we go on. End of chapter thirteen.